This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what? they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus i'm victoria cash thanks for calling the lucky land hotline if you feel like you do the same thing every day press one if you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Anthony Richardson led the Colts' first team offense today while Jonathan Taylor looked on from the sidelines. Drake and I are live from Colts camp, and we're going to talk about what we saw. Welcome to the Horseshoe Huddle podcast live from Indianapolis Colts training camp presented by Fan Nation on SI.com, part of the Fans First Sports Network. My name is Andrew Moore, joined here as always by my co-host Drake Wally. And, And Drake, it started out as a stormy morning yeah. uh, here at Colts <laughs> camp. Things got moved inside, um, and and it turned out to be to be a pretty lively practice. There was only about 750 fans or so in there, um, but a good day of work for the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, you know, it was actually kind of beneficial for the media members and not have to deal with so much uh, heat. But um, as Andrew said, a great time at the, at the Colts training camp, and, you know, a, a lot of promise was shown. Uh, from young players that, you know, a lot of people are just dying to see. Um, the fans were very happy to see Anthony Richardson have some big plays. Running backs made big plays. You know, Shaq Leonard looked like he was fired up. Just a lot of positive things. Now, th- there's some things that we're a little concerned about we'll talk mm-hmm. about that we saw today at training camp. But all in all, great day and uh, good for the Colts, too. Yeah, it, it was. And it just seems like things are starting to speed up. Shane Steichen is really bringing this team uh, up to speed pretty quickly. Um, so a lot a lot learned today. I want to give a shout out to the people in the chat. Uh, Culture Shock, if you guys have not followed him on Twitter <laughs> and on YouTube, Marcus is 
the dude. So go give him a follow. Thanks for joining us, Marcus. Logan Schmidt, as always, good to see you. And Jack Rizzo, happy birthday. Uh, yeah. It's Jack Rizzo's 16th birthday. Um, so so happy birthday. And, and we hope to, to give you a, a good birthday episode here today. Go, buy your, go, have, go have your dad buy you a car. Right yeah, away. exactly. Go get that car. Go get that car, <laughs> buddy. Uh, before we start out, like I always start out our episodes, go follow us on all of our social media. Like Horseshoe Huddle on Facebook. Follow at Colts on FN on Twitter and subscribe to us here on YouTube and hit that bell. So, you know, when Drake and I are going live, because every time Drake and I are here at camp, we're going live after each practice to talk about exactly what we've seen. Uh, And if you can't catch us live, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen to your podcast, we're on there as well. So, so Drake, let's let's really just dive right into it. And and I want to start out with. Number five, as always, Anthony Richardson. Um, Today was Anthony Richardson's first day uh, with the first team offense. Um, Had some really good plays, had Mm -hmm. a couple mistakes, uh, nothing, nothing too crazy. Um, But but what were your initial thoughts from seeing Anthony Richardson out there with that starting offense? Really, he, he looks like he's starting to get more and more, you know, comfortable in this. And it's it's still so new to him moving at such a fast speed. But the thing that really stood out was what he needs to continue working on is that footwork. You know, it's still a little bit off kilter at times. And he even said in an interview, I, you know, I'm having to learn how to not rely on my arm because mm-hmm. he's such a dynamic thrower of the football. It's a flick of the wrist and that thing rockets out of there, which I'll will lead to what else I was going to say. He showed he can absolutely just drop that ball in a deep ball on a dime. He's mm-hmm. not going to struggle with that deep ball accuracy. He hit Alec Pierce for a beauty down the field. Um, but again, you know, he showed the things that you just know he's going to be great at, but did show that he needs to keep working on his footwork and Steichen was in his pocket the whole, the whole practice. Yeah. That that's, that's something that, that we noticed right off the bat was Shane Steichen is still there, but between every single play coaching, up Anthony Richardson, telling him what he did well on the play, what he didn't do well, things to kind of look for. Um, so that was always good to see. But mm-hmm. but the, the play that Drake is referring to, seven-on-seven seven period, uh, nobody was open uh, down the field, so Anthony Richardson kind of simulated a, a scramble drill uh, as, pres- as pressure was, was coming in on him, drifts over to his left and just uncorks a bomb, 55 yards uh, for a touchdown to Alec Pierce easily the play of the day yeah. and uh, got the biggest reaction uh, from from the fans here at Westfield. Uh, it was it was good to see. And, and those are the types of highlight plays, those explosive plays that, that you can expect from this Colts offense uh, with Shane Steichen, with Anthony Richardson. Uh, and, and that's why the hype and the potential around Anthony Richardson is just just so high. Yeah. And when you're talking about, you know, he, you know, it was seven on seven. So mm-hmm. he scrambled out of there. But like last season, if there was a play where a quarterback had to get out of trouble, it's pretty much it, you know, where the ball was going to be turned over or thrown away. But it shows that when Anthony Richardson gets out of that pocket and when he, when the play is breaking down, he can still create, mm-hmm. he can still throw the ball, he can hit those big plays. So it's going to show defenses and Steichen that you're never really out of the play until the play is called dead when Anthony Richardson is your quarterback. So that's a really good sign to see. Exactly. And Shane Steichen talked to to us about that after practice. Mm -hmm. He said, you know, that there are going to be times when the play breaks down and whether it is seven on seven or 11 on 11, you still want to be able to simulate those, those game-like situations where you're able to scramble it. And, and for everything that Richardson has done so far, uh, Shane Steichen said he feels like he has continued to improve, continued to grow uh, throughout 
throughout this training camp, throughout mm-hmm. the summer. And and he's very pleased with with where he is at. As Culture Shock says, karaoke time. Yes, the, the Indy 11 are practicing yeah. here behind us. So you hear some <laughs> extra uh, extra antics. That is why. But yeah. um, it's it's always a good time here at Colts camp with, with so much going on. But, but yeah, I was pleased with what I saw from Anthony Richardson. Um, there, like we said, there were some mistakes. Um, there was, there was a point where on an RP or uh, on an RPO, Richardson handed the ball off uh, instead of keeping it himself. And, where he would have had a huge hole to run. He instead gave it to the running back. Running back ran into a wall, and he was kind of beating himself up a little mm-hmm. bit on that. There was also a time where uh, the rush started to, cl- to close in. The Colts ended up picking up the pressure, but it sped up Anthony Richardson's footwork a little bit. He kind of airmailed a pass to Kylan Granson. Again, he was kind of, by his body language, um, a little beaten up by that, but I think it also just shows how serious he's taking every single rep in practice. Yeah, and you know, one of the things that I asked uh, Coach Steichen was I, I said, you know, what's different about Anthony Richardson, you know, from, you know, trying to develop hurt Jalen Hurts and mm-hmm. Justin Herbert and Phillip Rivers. And, he, you know, he said each guy has their own unique type of traits and abilities mm-hmm. and, and personalities. But with Richardson, he's he's a he's a sponge. This is a guy that's soaking up everything he can. As we said, Steichen was right at his hip. He's he's talking to him when he's frustrated. He's voicing those frustrations to a quarterback guru, if you want to call him that, um, in Shane Steichen. And it's, it's what you expect. I mean, again, Colts fans need to be very patient with Anthony Richardson because it's not going to be an overnight product. This is a process. This mm-hmm. is not an event. Um, but he showed a lot of promise in the fact that he is so upset. Making those mistakes is a good sign because I recall Justin Herbert also at times in his rookie year would be pretty upset with those types of mistakes and look at what he became. So it's all about getting better, getting through your mistakes. And clearly Anthony Richardson's got that mentality and it meshes perfectly with Shane Steichen. Yeah. I mean, I think for, for a second practice, we be pretty happy with where, with what Anthony Richardson has done. Um, Obviously he, he looked, he doesn't look like it's too big for him. He looks like Mm -hmm. he had good command of the offense uh, of the huddle there. So obviously we're going to have to continue to, watch this as it goes along you can expect more and more improvements um, and not every day is going to be a good day for Anthony Richardson that's just a, a rookie quarterback or a rookie player in the NFL exactly. so um, we're gonna have to keep keep watch on that but but overall I think I think the Colts are very satisfied with what with where Anthony Richardson is currently at uh, but there was another another group that really kind of stole the show uh, outside of the huge bomb from uh, Anthony Richardson to Alec Pierce and and that was the running back position uh, because, you know, with everything surrounding Jonathan Taylor, all the issues, uh, all the drama with Jonathan Taylor and the, and his contract situation, he still on on PUP. He was at practice today. Mm. Um, but as you guys can can see from the thumbnail and uh, uh, probably seen from other pictures, uh, he had that face. He had a scowl on his face pretty much all practice. Didn't really engage with anybody. Didn't really talk to anybody. Uh, he was with his position group, but uh, just a very different demeanor than we're used to seeing from from Jonathan Taylor. And uh, with everything going on, it, he's, it doesn't seem like he's really doing anything to, uh, to calm down the questions of, is he holding out because his ankle is hurt? Or is he John PUP because he is waiting for a new contract? And, and I think those questions are going to continue uh, until we actually see or hear from Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, and we'll we'll get to the the performance of the relief troops in the backfield in a moment. But that, that was a hot topic amongst the media members. Like, what was he thinking? What's on his mind? Every picture you saw of him, not really that happy, whether it's that he's displaying it 
for a reason, whether it's that he's actually feeling this way or like Andrew said, maybe it's that he's still rehabbing an ankle injury. Because, look, if you're running back and you have a lower extremity injury, you have to rehab the heck mm -hmm. out of it. So especially if it's a high ankle sprain. Um, but, yeah, very weird uh, feel for Jonathan Taylor. He just kind of would, like, lull himself over to the drills and stuff. So there's something on his mind, and it doesn't seem good, but it's also too early to tell entirely. So. Yeah, so we'll, we'll have to see again if, if this keeps up and we will probably have I mean, I would be surprised if the Colts didn't make Jonathan Taylor available there because there's going to be pressure from everybody yep. to speak with Jonathan Taylor and, and try to figure out what's going on. Um, but while Jonathan Taylor was watching. Uh, what was going on on the field? The running backs were having a day. Yeah, uh, let's let's start out with Evan Hall because Evan Hall, uh, that that boy is looking better and better. I mean, he shined in, in rookie mini camp, mm -hmm. and and he certainly hasn't uh, slowed down now that training camp is underway. He had a really good first practice, and today Drake watching him, uh, Evan Hall is going to have a pretty big role in this offense if he keeps this up. Yeah, and the thing, the thing that's real fascinating about Evan Hall is that he came out of college being arguably the best receiving back uh, in the draft. And, you know, I've been comparing him ever since he was drafted to Naeem Hines. Like, yes, Naeem Hines was a dynamic receiving back, but anytime he was in, you kind of knew – it was almost like you were telling the defense, we're probably going to throw here or it's probably going to be some sort of, like, you know, misdirection run. But with Evan Hall, you've got a downhill runner, okay? You've got a guy who can catch those passes. I thought he looked crisp in passing drills. I thought he looked crisp in, in just the way he would pick gaps to run through, the way that he ran with the ball. He looked really good, and um, like you and I saw, he also busted loose a ridiculous 55, I think it was a 55-yard mm -hmm. touchdown that Andrew actually tweeted about as it happened. So, yes, to, to anyone who's curious about Evan Hall's performance, he looked very, very good today. Yeah, he did, and not only not only just catching the ball, like Drake said, but but running the ball. Um, you certainly noticed the Colts' offensive line has has is making their mark as well, opening yep. holes for these guys. And it certainly doesn't help that that Anthony Richardson is is back there, and the threat for Richardson to run is is also prevalent. I mm -hmm. mean, I saw on on a play on a handoff to Evan Hall directly. Um, it was a an option play where Anthony Richardson stuck the ball out and Dio Dangbo was coming off the edge. Odangbo just stopped because he didn't know where the ball was going to go. And just the threat of Anthony Richardson running the ball, you're already seeing that here in training camp because Odangbo had to stop and wait for where the ball was going to go. Mm -hmm. And by the time the ball was was handed off to to Evan Hall, Hall was gone and Odangbo wasn't going to catch back up to him. So you're you're seeing though the benefits to having such an athletic mobile quarterback in Anthony Richardson already in in training camp. And if we're seeing that already, you know that's going to translate to the field on Sundays. Yeah, and also along with with Hall, I mean, I don't know if if, if Zach Moss and Deion Jackson necessarily had the big pop days that or pop plays that Evan Hall did. But I'll tell you right now, they looked good too. I mean, mm -hmm. Evan Hall or uh, Evan Hall, Deion Jackson had a, a really a couple big gains. You know, Zach Moss looked like the guy that was leading the running back charge at the end of last season. Um, and you know, I'll, I'll throw something else in the fire here: is that it's an interesting dynamic with running backs right now for the Colts because Taylor's working on the extension. He's you know clearly not happy with what's going on, and the offense will look will be you know destructive potentially with him. However. Could there be an argument while he's standing there getting this worked out that if Hall, Moss, and Jackson continue to show their worth, 
might be making an argument that the NFL is standing next to, and that is that you don't necessarily have to have a star running back to operate an offense with a guy like Richardson with that kind of committee. So we'll have to see what happens with Taylor's contract talks and how these running backs keep progressing behind Taylor. Um, it's it's one of the positions that out of nowhere is now one to watch. And sure. and and we're not denying that Jonathan Taylor is oh, yeah. when healthy and out there one a top five Absolutely. running back in the NFL. Absolutely. But, Going and seeing a training camp, seeing practice up close. I mean, you you realize that that running backs is, are a dime a dozen. It, it seems true. when it's when true. Zach Moss, Evan Hall, uh, uh, Deion Jackson are able to go in there. Maybe all three of them had pretty productive days. So did Jake Funk. So did Jake Funk. Yeah, Jake, Jake Funk, Funk with fourth guy with with the third team uh, yeah. did did some work as well. Yeah. Uh, but but at the same time, I mean, there's there also is a difference between performing in training camp and 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 showing on practice to week 16 against the New England Patriots when you need a run and you're able to just rip off a 65 yard run for a touchdown and seal the game mm-hmm. like Jonathan Taylor did in in 2021 exactly. when everybody in the building knew, including Bill Belichick. Uh, and that Patriots defense, which is which is very good, mm-hmm. uh, knew that Jonathan Taylor was going to get the ball, and it didn't matter. Taylor didn't stop until until he reached the end zone. So yeah. um, it was it, it's 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 a very interesting predicament. I keep saying interesting because it's it's I, it's a very important uh, uh, situation, not only for the Colts but for the NFL because. Now with with Stephen Holder of ESPN, with his report last night coming out that the Mm. Colts haven't even offered Jonathan Taylor a a contract yet. Um, According to Jim Ursay, they haven't even offered an extension to him at this point. Um, It's it's a lot different than than what the Colts have done in the past uh, because they have extended Ryan Kelly early, uh, Shaquille Leonard, Quentin Nelson, Braden Smith, Mm -hmm. uh, even Naheem Hines, who plays the same position yeah. as Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Um, it's it's very a very different approach to what Chris Ballard has has done in the past. And and it certainly is could be one of the reasons that that Jonathan Taylor seems seems displeased with his current situation. Yeah, and you know, he's one of the few running backs that has a claim that yes, he was hurt last season, mm-hmm. but um, he did. He pretty much shouldered the entire offense that year. And then, you know, you look at a guy like Saquon Barkley, who gets a one-year, eleven million dollar contract after tying for receptions or for the reception lead on the Giants and basically being the running back department. Uh, it, it it really might make Taylor think to himself, like, "Holy cow, what is happening to the running back position?" Because Saquon was the entire offense for the Giants, and he gets a one-year, eleven million dollar contract. So. Right now, it's interesting, kind of like Andrew said, with the running back situation mixed with the Colts having one of the bell cows in the NFL that has a claim to get more money mixed with the fact that they've got a committee behind him in an offense that it might all work you know, just fine. So a lot of different moving parts here for running back, not just in the NFL, but also with the drama that's going on with Taylor's agent as well. Right. I want to give a quick shout out to Luke Veerkamp as well, saying hi from the drive home. Good seeing you all up there. Uh, Luke is uh, with the Blue Stable. Be sure to go check all of his work out. Uh, it's great seeing you, buddy, Absolutely. here at Colts Camp. But um, but yeah, Drake, it's 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 I think the Colts are just in a very, it's a very, it's a very interesting time and just a different time here for this organization. Um, because whether, whether we like it or not, the Colts were a four win team last yeah. year. So yeah. changes, as Chris Ballard said, changes are going to be made. Uh, now we will see if, if things change on the Jonathan Taylor front, as far as, uh, uh, 
him working out an extension maybe in the season? Mm -hmm. Do the Colts wait till after this season and and approach it in the spring? Um, And and what about Michael Pittman Jr.? Are they going to do the same thing with with Pittman? Um, Because the Colts we expect them to try to extend Pittman long term as their as their top wide receiver. Um, Now it would certainly uh, uh, be I think wouldn't wouldn't make Jonathan Taylor very happy if all of a sudden Michael Pittman gets an extension and then Jonathan Taylor still has it. Um, But it's, it's going to be a very interesting storyline and and something to monitor because if, if Jonathan Taylor continues to show his displeasure and continues to get more and more frustrated with this team, uh, this could, this could boil into the season. And, and I, there's not a guarantee that Jonathan Taylor sits out games, but if he becomes more and more frustrated, he could attempt to sit out games. He could, uh, ask for a trade um and and it doesn't seem like like we're going to get a resolution from this anytime soon yeah and it's really gonna i I know that we were talking um with a couple other media members about it is that it might take jonathan taylor actually saying something you know actually ask answering some questions some tough questions um because right now you know he's been kind of silent he's not really the kind of guy that's going to instigate anything but Boy, after everything that happened with the agent, with Ursay, with the fact that they haven't presented him any contract, and then you see his body language today at camp. I mean, it was of the most disappointing-looking type guy, a guy that's not happy. Um, eventually, I think Taylor's going to have to put some of these questions to bed by answering them mm-hmm. in front of the media. So be on the lookout for that. It's probably going to have to happen. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. And and while Jonathan Taylor uh, stole a lot of the show, so did Anthony Richardson. Mm-hmm. We also had the Indianapolis Colts defense out yeah. there making plays. Um, mm-hmm. Specifically, 
guys, Kenny Moore the second, another good day out of Kenny Moore. And and you you're we talked about this last night, how Kenny Moore just needs to continue to build up his confidence, continue to stack those days, and how important it is not only for Kenny Moore, but for this Colts defense for Kenny Moore to get back to playing at his Pro Bowl level. And and it was very early in camp, in eleven on eleven, very early in practice, I should say, uh, where where Anthony Richardson took had an RPO, quickly threw it out to Isaiah McKenzie in the slot, and here comes lightning in a bottle. Yeah. Kenny Moore just running real quick, diving, taking down Isaiah McKenzie uh, for a loss. So you're starting to see him make more and more plays, and, and, and it seems like his communication and his uh, chemistry, I should say, with Gus Bradley is, is stronger than ever. And that's, that's great to see because he's one of the more, you know, he's one of the more, you know, I'm trying to think of the word, dynamic playmakers on the defense. And, you know, he, again, I think that he's going to have to have a big bounce back year. It was clearly a mental thing um, once the year kind of fell apart. I mean, we heard, we heard Ryan Kelly talking when he was getting an interview that a lot of people weren't talking to each other mm-hmm. in the locker room. So uh, that, that's got a cascade, not just from the offensive side, but also to the defensive side. So um, Kenny Moore being mentally locked in is great because you see guys like Juju Brent still on the sideline recovering. You want everyone to be clear minded by the time that defensive secondary hits the field in week one, because if Kenny Moore is slipping a little bit with his performance, it could be kind of a slippery slope for the rest of the secondary. So it's good to see. Right. And and another good sign for this defense, Shaquille Leonard out there once again oh, yes. with the starting unit. Uh, I mean, it seemed like Gus Bradley. This isn't just with Shaquille Leonard, but this is where really with the entire Colts defense uh, throughout training camp. Gus Bradley really likes to rotate guys in and out, keep guys fresh, mm-hmm. um, and and make sure he gets a look at all guys. But in their base defense and in and for the first few plays, uh, Shaquille Leonard was out there. He was out there with Zaire Franklin as the starter uh, at that Mike linebacker position. And and Shaq Leonard had had a lot of energy. Uh, there was a play where where he got into the scrum with it and was trying to punch the ball out uh, of Zach Moss's hands. Uh, and then you had you heard a scrum from the maniac afterwards all hyped up um but again good to see doesn't look like there were any setbacks um it looks like he he is continuing to progress continuing to feel like himself we didn't speak with Shaquille Leonard today uh, but you can just tell from how he was on the field his energy out there uh, Shaq was feeling really good yeah and the fact that he's just out there excited you know really playing hard and he's making plays in practice and everything like that you know trying to to get the ball on the dirt and just you know screaming excitement that's the kind of maniac that you want to see and especially like you said with Kenny Moore as he gets more acclimated to Gus Bradley's defense that's huge because I do think that it it really suits a guy like him well Mm -hmm. I think it suits a guy like Kenny Moore well I think you know even to go to the rookies it suits Juju Brents well so for these guys to get back to where they need to be is is a really good sign and also like you said rotating people in and out Jojo Domanok also had some some decent plays and he's a guy that has been on you know my personal radar just since the Colts brought him to the team so um good for the defense it was a great day for the offense but it was over the offense overshadowed what was also a pretty good day for the defense as well yeah exactly want to run through maybe a a little bit of the injuries uh there really wasn't any any big news uh samson ebukam uh was added did not practice Mm -hmm. today uh shane steichen said he's got a little bit of a hamstring so uh if you're not on on pup it seems like you have an in uh, a hamstring injury as as uh ebukam 
joins Juju Brents and Julian Blackman uh, uh, in that category. But uh, overall, we thought it was a really good, really good uh, uh, practice for the Colts. Definitely, you can definitely notice the tempo. It's a it's a fast speed out there uh, uh, for the Colts. Um, and but it looks like they're they're getting a lot of work done, um, and and really br- starting to ramp things up to bring this team back up to speed and 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 getting everybody back into football shape. Yeah, and even Steichen was asked, um, I think by Channel Eight, you know, w- what's different about your approach for this camp? And you know, he, I I personally like the way that he's kind of started it off slow, a little easier, a little bit more, you know, kind of a cool breeze type of approach because it's a lot of change, it's a lot of new you know, things to digest, whether you're a veteran or a rookie, but especially a rookie or especially someone like Ebicom who's new to the team. Um, you can't just be, you know, force fed an entire meal of, of, of stuff to learn. So I think that it, 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 everything looks like it's pointing in the right direction with guys that were hurt. Um, Shane Steichen kind of mending with the offense with Richardson's development right now. The only thing that is sticking out there like a sore thumb is what's going to happen with Jonathan Taylor. Cause Shaq Leonard looks like he's on the right track. Kenny Moore looks like he's on the right track. Obviously, the rookies like Juju Brents, they're on the right track to recovery. But it's all going to hinge on Jonathan Taylor. But otherwise, outside of that, great camp for the Colts today. Yeah, really, really good, really good practice. And and it seems like the, the team is really, really enjoying one another, being with one another. There's just a new energy around this Colts football team. Um, and it's and it's really good to see. So for our last few minutes of the episode here, I want to go through uh, the chat and um, and take a look at some of the questions that you guys may have. Um, let's take a look here. Well, first, we want to give a shout out to um, Asai Lopez. Hopefully that's how I say it. You pronounce your name. Dallas, uh, from Dallas. Uh, thanks for joining in. Uh, Nomadic Brian asks, uh, what could the Colts get in a JT trade if it comes to that? Not as much uh, as you'd think about it. Yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> it, it'd be interesting. Yeah. Very, I mean, could he get the Christian McCaffrey deal? I don't know if the Colts could really do that. Yeah, um, They could probably get a couple mid-rounders uh, for it, uh, maybe a second and a third. It, it would certainly be interesting. I'm not sure uh, how much a team would be willing to pay, but, but then again, we've seen other teams – uh, for for a running back that's in his prime and when healthy, a top five running back, mm-hmm. um, there'd be certainly teams interested. Yeah, and I think if Jonathan Taylor had had more um, receiving like statistics to go along with his you know dominant rushing, um, that would be an argument that could be made. But yeah, I personally think, let's say hypothetically, they put him out on the market. Maybe maybe a maybe a a second rounder second and a fifth maybe yeah like mid round you wouldn't get what you would expect trust me and and the thing is too any team that is trading for Jonathan Taylor would would probably be needing to to trade for him and then extend him exactly I I don't think he would go just for for one year but but I could be wrong Logan Schmidt is asking uh, is Jonathan Taylor going to speak to the media anytime soon Um, as as far as I know that there's nothing scheduled since he is on PUP, he technically uh, does not have to speak to the media uh, since he is injured. Uh, Couldn't the Colts force him and make him available? That that could be possible, but uh, as of right now, John, there is no uh, planned time that Jonathan Taylor will speak uh, to the media. Uh, let's take a look and see if there's any more questions here. Uh, Wyatt Law, we'll, we'll answer Wyatt Law's question before we get out of here. He said, when do the pads come on? Uh, Shane Steichen revealed to us that Monday is when the Colts will be uh, uh, having their first padded practice. So tomorrow night, Saturday night, uh, if you guys are coming out for the night practice, It'll be in helmets and shells once again in shorts, mm-hmm. uh, but you'll still see a lot of work being done because even though they're they're not in full pads, Drake, the, the Colts have been 
the Colts have been really getting after it, and we, we saw that firsthand today. Yeah, and again, it's just good to see energy. It's good to see excitement, plays getting made. And at the end of the day, I know that it's kind of you know stereotypical at this point to talk about, but the most important aspect is to see Anthony Richardson falling into this offense and, and mending with Stike in the way that everybody had kind of hoped. Um, truly a great match for him with the way that Steichen's offense is going to be. So, again, you just want to see him continuously improve things like his footwork, when he's going to throw that ball, reading the option, reading the defensive end, that sort of thing. But that's going to come with time. And, again, Colts fans, it's a process. It's not an event. All right, exactly. One more here. Colton Wheeler. Oh, I'm sorry. That was Wyatt Laws. One more here. Colton Wheeler uh, saying, how's Buckner and the defensive line looking? Mm. Fast. Yes. Uh, Drake and I got an up-close look at the defensive line today through their individual drills. Uh, Buckner, Grove, Pay, Dio Dangbo was the starter in place of Samson Ebukam uh, today. Uh, but they look fast. Nate Ali has those guys getting after it. And uh, – and, Number one, their size, their speed. Uh, it's a ferocious group. And and you, we saw them, uh, I wouldn't say necessarily overworking the offensive line, but they were certainly making things tough on the offensive line today. Yeah, and even behind those guys, you know, uh, guys like uh, Taven Bryan even looked explosive. He looked very uh, just just as athletic as, you know, the Colts probably brought him in for us for that athleticism. So even the guys behind, you know, Buckner and Stewart and all those guys, they looked like they also were coming of the, the line of scrimmage very hard. And like he said, Nate Ollie is just a dog. He is keeping those guys on point every single play, yelling at them, encouragement, telling them, hurry up, hurry up. So those guys are going to be an area I don't think a lot of Colts fans should have to worry about. Yeah, defensive line's off to a fast start, just like the rest of the team here at Colts camp. And that's our show for today, guys. Really appreciate you joining us here live uh, from Westfield, Indiana at Colts training camp. Uh, yes, true. There is a rooster in the background uh, that keeps <laughs> going that? off. So uh, he can take stats Matt's place as the third host of the show uh, since he had plenty to say throughout the episode. But shout out to Truett, Alex Jackson, Wyatt Law, Colton Wheeler, Tez, Nomadic Brian, uh, uh, Logan Schmidt, everybody that, that joined along today. Luke, Thank you. Culture Shock, Sarah, uh, Chris Manning, uh, Matthew is in is in here as well. Happy birthday to Jack Rizzo. Uh, really appreciate everybody joining in for our live episode from Colts Camp today. And if you haven't done so already, please go ahead and follow us at Colts on FN on Twitter. Like Horseshoe Huddle on Facebook and subscribe to the Horseshoe Huddle YouTube channel and hit that bell so you know when Drake and I are going live uh, because we're still going live every Monday and Thursday. And then we'll be going live every time we are here mm -hmm. at Colts Camp for the rest of the summer. And if you can't catch us live, you want to listen to us, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcast, we're on there as well. So don't miss us on there and our Wednesday episodes of Horseshoe Huddle Halftime. So uh, before we get out of here, Drake and I are also writing pieces for HorseshoeHuddle.com mm -hmm. on what we saw today at training camp. Drake, give us a preview of, of, of what your piece and or you're focusing on today. Yeah, so I discussed just how, you know, good Evan Hall looked, good Zach Moss and Deion Jackson looked, and, you know, whether, you know, hope, hoping that Taylor gets that extension, that's going to be one heck of a supporting committee and altogether all could be one of the best running back committees in the league. Yeah, definitely check that out. And then I have an inside scoop on Shane Steichen and his comments on Anthony Richardson, how he feels the rookie quarterback is coming along. You're definitely going to want to check those out. You can follow Drake at D Walster Drake on Twitter. You can follow me at Andrew Moore NFL, and we will be back Monday night to talk about all the happenings from Colts camp 
from this weekend. So until then, everybody, enjoy your weekend.